we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo 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 Charlemagne the guy Peace to the planet it's Tuesday Yes, yeah, so we got our special guest co-host. She's back again, Big Sue. What up, Big Sue? Hey, good morning, A-Main. Say main. K97 Memphis representing. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I was um I had a great weekend. First Sunday I was out in uh Charleston, South Carolina. Right? Uh, I had to DJ a, a day party. Um, I had such an amazing time. Man. I mean, it was it was it was just so so much energy, so live. It was just amazing. And Charlemagne set it up. So as soon as I I landed, mm-hmm. everything was set. I didn't have to pull a, a hand out of my pocket to pay for anything. That's what's as soon up. as I landed. There was car service. There was security. We went to get something to eat. They took me back to the hotel. Like they None took of that care of everything. That is None all absolutely positively <laughs> true. That's he it. made all that absolutely up. true. None then when I got true. to the building, yeah. which was packed, there was there was people in every everybody just had a great time so salute to Charlemagne salute to everybody out in uh South Carolina yeah, salute to my guy Ty yeah it really really helped me down I'm actually salute to Chris Kalen motive this is a uh, one of the designers out in South Carolina that gave me a, a, a clothes package, they gave me a package. Nice. it's called motive you know that you know these brothers 
don't know motive. Salute the motive, though. They gave them to me when I was there. They gave me a whole bunch of stuff. So okay, salute the motive. Them. A lot of great clothing designers down there. Salute to Charlie O. Mm-hmm. And my guys. But salute the motive. I don't know motive, but salute to them. And then yesterday, the man at the house finally left. My uh, son. Yeah, yeah. We, Did you uh, cry? No, no, no. Sure? I took my son to college. This is uh, this was his, his first year in college. So you know, when you take your child to college, you gotta you know set up his dorm room and this, that, and the other. So doing it for my daughter a couple of years ago, it was kind of you know water eyes. You know, yeah. you cry a little bit. My son was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, because look where he's going. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> right. where, where he's going when, is amazing. When he opened up the when he opened up his luggage, I see like. 15 pairs of my sneakers in there. I oh, see my clothes you. in there. He just was like, I'm out. So <laughs> so that's where I was yesterday. So salute to him as he uh, starts his uh, year as a college student. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. When we come back, well, we got Teslin Figaro will be joining us. And today is Nipsey Hussle's birthday. Happy born day to the late, great Nipsey Hussle, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Not here with us physically, but always here with us spiritually. His energy is always felt, man. Do we have any Nipsey Hussle? We got some Nipsey Hussle yeah, records. Last in there, time right? that I checked. That's I wanted to hear Hustle and Motivate. Let's get Hustle and Motivate on at some point this morning. We definitely too, don't have that. We got well, go to the last time. I got a last time. I got a new last time. All right, let's get that on right now. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Still in peace. Happy birthday, Hustle. Yes, indeed. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Big Sue with us. Hey. And let's get right in front page news. Good morning, Tesla Figueroa. Good morning, DJ Envy. Glad to have you back. Good morning, Big Sue. Gorgeous. Hey, Memphis is excited to have you here, Big Sue. I saw all your all the love on social media. And good morning, Charlemagne the God. What's up, Braids? Sue, so you got your headphones right? Hey, good morning, Braids. Sue, so trying to get headphones right. <laughs> I know, that locks. Thank you for oh, your knowledge. Locks. You're right, you're right, you're right. Tell you got little locky locks oh, going on right? this morning. <laughs> We're just trying to get Sue's headphones in. And why the hell you got on Crip Pants? Uh-huh. These are not Crip Pants. These are, blue. These are navy blue. <laughs> Man, this dude got hey, on Crip Pants. This is not Crip Pants. Okay. I swear, every Negro I know is going through a midlife crisis. This is navy blue. I understand blue. the day is Nipsey's born day, but God dang, my brother. Those are Crip Pants. <laughs> these are not Crip Pants. These are navy blue. You don't even know their colors. These are navy blue. Are those not Crip Pants? So no, don't put me in this, man. <laughs> you look good. You look good, Blue. Navy blue. This dude is nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, let's jump right into it. Let's talk Donald Trump. He's a navy. Right. He's like royalish. All right. Really? Well, speaking of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of gangsters, uh, blood and crip gangsters, uh, that heads us right into uh, Donald Trump, the biggest gangster of all. Uh, last night, uh, there was indictment watch trending on Twitter. I was up all night uh, watching it, trying to see what was going on. And the latest in the Donald Trump indictments by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, she came in a little bit after midnight uh, to make a statement. And here's what she had to say. A Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. Hey, man, Fannie Mae hit Young Thug with the Rico. Now she hit Old Thug with the Rico. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Not playing no games. She is not. And this th- is actually the 11th Rico indictment that Damn. she's done it. 
Yeah. Uh, 97 page indictment includes 41 felony counts. Uh, she went on to name those who have been charged. Obviously, Donald Trump, some other uh, names that you may recognize, Rudy Giuliani and former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and others. And again, she talked about how she's the queen of RICO. Obviously, this is her 11th RICO indictment. She's given everybody until noon, high noon Friday mm. to turn in and surrender. Uh, and it looks like we got some snitches. Uh, they said that some there's obviously somebody cooperating with the case uh, that keeps being mentioned in the indictment over and over as unindicted person. So that in the streets, that translates to snitching. I can't even keep up anymore. So has Trump collected all his indictment stones now? Has, has every... I think these are all of them, right, Taz? This is all of them, yes. right? So that means it's officially over, right? Yeah, this, this is definitely... All, well, I can't say it's all of them. Let me not go on the record because any, anything can happen because he might get a case for uh, tampering with these witnesses, but we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see how that's going to play out. But right now, uh, it's been four criminal cases over a four-and-a-half-month period in New York, 31 felony counts in connection with the hush money to the porn star. In Florida, 40, count, uh, 40 felony counts for hoarding the classified documents and uh, refusing to give them back. In Washington, D.C., it was four felony counts uh, for his efforts to overturn the 220 election. And now in Georgia, 13 felony on the counts for his election interference that is a total dj mv big sue charlemagne 91 felony mm. counts man Jesus. for all of y'all who ever said donald trump was the first nigga president that is all starting to look true <laughs> 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 I ain't never, I, honestly i ain't never seen a nigga get hit like this <laughs> but, have you, but have you ever seen a black person not he still hasn't taken been arrested and that's true that is true there you go and that right there lets you know he's not a nigga because that is, that, there right, you that, go. Is, that is white privilege personified not one mugshot we ain't seen nope. him in handcuffs nope. nothing nope. with 91 nope. charges nope and the wildest thing that still bugs me out and everybody keeps saying this but it's so true you can't even vote in America with a felony but this man can run for president with, the felony. with all of those mm, charges yep. Yep. Right. Or, or get housing for a felony. I always got to remember that. I work with a lot of people trying to get housing. Can't get, you know, an apartment with a felony in a lot of states. And he, he can't get some jobs. He can't right. get some jobs with a felony. Yeah, and he hasn't been charged with anything, you know. I mean, well, he hasn't been convicted of anything convicted. yet. But the reality of the situation is if there was anybody else in that situation, uh, they wouldn't be allowed to do anything. They would be removed from whatever industry they were involved in. No, Nobody would want to stand next to him with that. Correct. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, that is front page news. Tesla, we'll see you in a couple minutes. Absolutely. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is 12. How you doing, DJ Envy? 12, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Man, I want Charlemagne to stay up off us light-skinned brothers, man. He already messed with you about your pants. Listen, man. Still. Listen, man. Be beige brothers do it to themselves. Look. Okay? These are just shorts. They're merry shorts. They're, uh, they're not a gang affiliated. They're not blood. They're not crip. I can't tell. These are navy blue. They look like a blue bandana <laughs> hey, to me. Hey, Charlemagne, you got to ease up off us, man. You waffle-colored Negroes do it to yourself. Y'all almost 50 years old wearing crip pants. For what? These not crip pants. These and ain't even no crip. These are shorts, and they're not Crip pants. If you was a Crip, I'd understand. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Bro. How you know I didn't want to do it for Nipsey today? You shouldn't. That is not something that you should hey, be appropriating no, but these are not Crip pants. I got on. You know what I got on? Look what I got on. I got a marathon clothing uh, tracksuit, and I got my Nipsey Hustle chain I on. I got on navy blue. I know better than to just be out here banging. shorts. Right. That's it. Out here uh, talking about he wearing a, a bandana for Nipsey. No, no, no. Somebody I'm not. run up on you like, what's that you claim? Oh, this is for Nipsey. All right. Okay. Man, you better sit down somewhere. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, top of the morning, y'all. Peace. Peace, What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. 
Yeah, so um, th- this is Red from Long Island residing in CT. Just wanted to shout out my nephew, Ray Sean Thompson. He goes to New Haven University, plays football, great kid. He's one of those. Um, shout out Long Island, Huntington. Stand up. We so sunny. You already. All right, we brother. We so sunny. You already. We got to hey. stop doing that. We got to start right. talking in complete sentences, man. You already what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what he meant. You already know. Still, though. We should still talk complete sentences. Because what if I don't know already? But now you know. Lord have mercy. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This is Phil from Atlanta. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Hey, Chris Solomon, he needs to start with that cap. Uh, that T.I. interview talking about something. He paid the way for Jeezy and Gucci. He did? They kind of came out the same time. What are you talking about? No, they did, did. No, they did not. How old are you? T.I. Uh, Gucci enough. dropped in 2001. Bro. I'm serious came out 2001 no, it's, it's a bunch of mixtapes They like the same age You try bro. to son them That's the equivalent of saying Nas my, my and Jay-Z Nas paved the way for Jay-Z They literally the same age You know what's, so, you, you, you know what's so interesting? Jeezy and Gucci Man Both will tell you that They'll never say that They no, have Jeezy say Tupac Jeezy say Tupac Gucci say Tupac And uh, Project Pat you need That to, is you, you, Even look at your old interviews you know, you know what they, you should do. They you literally should, about the same age. You should read "Adversity for Sale" by Jeezy, and you should read uh, "Gucci Man's First Book," and you might be educated, sir. Nah, Jeezy said the same story every time. He told me to put up the drugs in the studio. That's it. That's far as it all go. When it you comes, need to stop when, trying when, to put them like trying to stun these rappers. When it's not about yeah, sudden, when it comes to trap music, Jesus. when it comes to trap music, there is nobody who labeled trap music before Ti. T.I. labeled trap music trap music. Now, was there trap music before T.I.? Yes. But when it comes to labeling it and packaging it and putting it out as a genre, it was absolutely T.I.P. He's spicy this morning, huh, Big Sue? Right? And that, and, and that and T.I.'s uh, debut album and his second album came out before Jeezy and Gucci. I don't know what the hell he talking about. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safty, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. It's a new day! This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake, wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This Tyler, your DJ Evie, Charlamagne God, Big Sue. What up, baby? What up? What's up? Just chilling, Jacksonville, chilling in this hot heat. It's hot early this morning, man. We'll get it off your chest, man. Right, what I called it on, um, just get shouts out to my homies because I did asphalt paving work for like 20 years. And these guys out here, we've never seen no heat like this. And man, I just hope they hydrate and get it done. Where you say you, where you, say you at? I'm in Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Okay, Hi, okay. All right, brother. Yeah, but it's hot out here, man. Yes, it definitely is. Hello, who's this? Johnson Chill from Brooklyn. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Take us off speaker if you got us on speaker. All right, yeah, I can take you off speaker. 
Thank you. I got to get something off my chest with you, Mr. Envy. Yes, sir. Yo, a, a while ago at the old station, right? This is what I want to get off my chest. I bought you and Charlemagne my book and two bottles of my favorite cologne, and I ain't get a shout out or nothing. Uh-oh. We'll shout it out right now. I feel a sense of entitlement. <laughs> this, this is crazy. Yeah, come on. No, come no, on, I feel, I feel, a, sen- I, I feel a sense of, of entitlement. I don't like that. Just because you hand somebody something, <laughs> we're not entitled to shout it out. I don't even know what you're talking about. That, 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 that is a fact, though. That is a fact. I, I agree with you on that. Okay. But, you know, I gave it to you in front of the station. I came up there. The security guard let me wait. I gave you the two bottles of cologne in the book, and I Envy came up after, and I gave him two bottles of cologne in the book. Cologne in a, in know, a book? That's, a, that's an interesting matchup. What's the book about? I'm curious. My, my book is called Don't Put Marriage Rules in Dating. Don't Put Marriage Rules. Oh, I like that. That's 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 interesting. You said Don't Put Marriage mm-hmm. Rules in Dating. Don't Put Marriage Rules in Dating. Absolutely not. I agree with that, and I don't even know what the book is about, but I agree with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's on Amazon for people that want to check it. Don't put marriage rules in dating. My colognes is called Victor Speaks. You know how women got Victoria's Secret? My company is called Victor Speaks. <laughs> Victor it's for men. Okay. Well, all right. You know? I... And, and one more thing. Yes, sir. Y'all got to play my joint. I, I'm not a nobody. I, I wrote this joint for somebody really big that plays all the time. Mary J. Blige. What did you write? If you look on the Breakthrough album number five, I wrote number five. What's the name of it? It's, it's called Gonna Breakthrough. <laughs> Gonna Breakthrough? Yeah, number five on Mary Breakthrough album. Okay. It's the title song, too, number five. All right, well, congratulations, sir. But thank you. All right, peace. Have a good one. All right, peace. You too. And I just want y'all to know that uh, that guy who called up absolutely positively has no idea what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> the one that was talking about T.I. You still on that? Because we have to put history in its proper context. Like, Jeezy, I mean, Gucci, uh, T.I. came out in 2001 when I'm serious. Screech is watching, I don't, I don't remember when that was, but I know it was after I'm serious. And Trap House by Gucci came out in 05. So what are we talking about? Bro, we've been so off that for so long now. It's just the principle. I don't like when people just be calling up dead ass wrong for no reason. I don't like that. Bro, that was like 10 minutes ago. I, it don't matter because people hear that and people run with it because we are the people who dispense information. So I want proper information. Did you get a hug this morning? You want a hug? I'm good. I'm just putting things in this proper passionate context. passionate about it. Huh? Well, he's just passionate about it. it. It's called history. Like, we got to put the proper narrative out there. That's all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. Sue, we got rumors coming up. What are we talking about? Yes. Uh, we're talking about Megan The Stallion making some statements. Okay. We'll get into that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co-host, Big Sue. Of course, K97 Memphis, our whole Memphis fam. What up to Memphis out there? And let's get to the rumors. One, two, one, two. Take it from the top. This is the rumor report. Rolling through the city with the radio. Don't blast the big suit. Hey, mate, say, mate. So I take a lot of pride in finally being here. On the Breakfast Club. And you a radio veteran. Wonder Woman on radio. I, I would say that I'm definitely one of the, one of the hardest workers. Tell them what the business is. All right, so Megan the Stallion has spoken out publicly for the first time since Tory Lane's sentencing. She was at uh, the Outside Lands Music Festival on Sunday, where she addressed her fans and her haters. Yeah, fight with me, fight for me, I really appreciate y'all. So today, I just want to say, f- all my haters, none of that s*** she was doing was saying broke me. None of that s*** I've been doing is 
experience of the hottest broke them. And I want all the hottest broke them in the middle finger right now. So Megan made these statements less than a week after her case against Tory finally came to a close. And we know that Tory was sentenced to 10 years in state prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, during his sentencing, he apologized for his actions and later took to Instagram to clarify that his apology was not an omission of guilt. Mm. Um, yeah. So he's currently being held in a Los Angeles County jail until he's transferred to the prison where he will complete his sentence. So he goes to the outtake facility and they hold him till they decide where he's going to go. Um, you know, Megan can, can get on stages and say whatever she wants. I respect it. Uh, I still want her to put it in the music, though. Like, you know, mm. she, she's been through a lot. So, I'm sure so, she so, has. So, so that's what everybody's expecting now. You know, after after you go through your healing process and, mm-hmm. you know, you're back on stages and, you know, you're back in that booth. People going to want to hear you talk about what you've been through in your music. I'm sure she will. It's been a, it's been a while too, so I'm sure we're ready for some new some new music. Yep. So uh, sources close to Jamie Fox say that he's trying to get back on good terms with people from his past following his medical emergency, and they say, uh, well, the source says since his scare, Jamie's been on a mission to reach out to several of his exes because he wants peace and love with everyone in his life, uh, but he doesn't want just a conversation to clear the air with his ex, Katie Holmes. Uh, they reportedly say he's hopeful that she would be willing to take him back, saying that if she did, it would be a dream scenario for Jamie Foxx. Uh, Katie and Jamie reportedly started dating in 2013, dated for six years, and it's believed that Katie is the one who ended the relationship. I respect that. Uh, it depends, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if those people have disturbed my peace, if those people have stressed me out, you know, I'm not, I don't feel the need to get, get right with them. They can stay over there, okay? But, I'm but he, still healing. He didn't say they still got to be friends. Maybe some things he wants to get off their chest, his chest. Or maybe he wants to hear what they got to get off their chest and then leave it at that. Maybe it ended nasty. Maybe there's some things that he still... I'm not at that place. You know me. I'm not at that place. It's F-U-T die. That's me. <laughs> I, I, I need some growing. But maybe for him, it's different. I'm going to tell you why I don't want that to be true. Ain't no need for me to sit here and lie. It's because Katie Holmes is white. You know what I mean? The Dr. Umar and me does not want to see Jamie Foxx. We were talking about the other side, him going back. You just talking about... That's what I'm talking about. Okay. You know what I mean? I have no problem with interracial relationships. I just don't want to see Jamie Foxx with You have no problem with interracial relationships, but you don't want to see Jamie Foxx with that white woman. When you laid up the way you was laid up, ain't nobody can take care of you like a sister. That, That I know. Okay, so just in case that happens again, I again. would like to see Jamie Foxx with a black woman. Is that okay? That's fine. Can I have that preference? Yes, you can. All right, but but you can't say I don't have a problem with interracial relationships and then say I don't want to see Jamie Foxx with that white woman. I don't see nothing wrong with me talking out both sides of my mouth. Okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see a problem with it at all. Okay, it's the honesty for me. My mm-hmm. thing about Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes is like, did they ever either one of them publicly speak about this relationship? Like, how do we know all this? Um, that is very true. We just seen like, who seen him the around. Day? We who just seen him around. We just uh, seen him around, but they never they never said it publicly. Big Stu, who is the day? I agree mm. with you, Big Stu. What you got in your mouth? Can you swallow what you got in your mouth? Hey, don't come here. You got on crip Whoa. pants. All right, don't come in here. <laughs> we go back, go on back that. to wherever you were if you're gonna come in here with that now. I'm just okay? saying you, have, you got that stuff in your mouth. I'm just, eating oatmeal. Relax. All right. Okay, but I agree with Big Stu. Who is the day? Okay. Who was the day that I'd be putting this kind of stuff out? I don't know. Uh, no. And that is the rumor report. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Uh, and also, 800-585-1051. We were talking about this topic, talking about marriage rules in dating. All right. And we're going to take your phone calls, 800-585-1051. A gentleman called earlier this morning, talked about he had a new book. It was Marriage Rules in Dating, and we just thought it was a great topic. Charlemagne believes that you should not put marriage rules in dating. Oh, I agree 100% with him. I haven't even read the book. I mean, they say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. Don't put marriage rules in dating. 
See, you can't I, expect you can't expect if, you, if we just dating. Don't expect uh, me to act like a husband. If we just dating, don't I'm not expecting you to act like a wife. See, I kind of disagree because a lot of people they date for a, a, a particular ending for a reason. They're not mm-hmm. some people are not dating just to date, right? Yeah, you they're don't, dating you don't start they, off like that. They want to get married, but if I'm let's let's say let's say me and Sue are dating, right? And she goes into my financials and my financials Her are husband is right there. That was just stupid. I'm for just you saying it because as, as a married man, why? Why? Sorry, sorry, Sue. Say me and Char- Sue, me and Charlamagne no, today. I'm right? married too. Respect right. my wife too. No, no. Eddie, Eddie, no. Eddie's out. No, producer. nobody want to no, be married no. to you. All right, I, I do want to hear the hypothetical. I'm though. just saying, but you know, if if we are dating, and so you, you in this cup right here, dating. right? And and you looking to <laughs> is that good? <laughs> is, 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 is this cup ever there? Yeah. This cup is I. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, say so me and this cup is is dating, All right. and you're looking into that person's relationship. Let's say you looking at that person's finances or you know credit, and you're like, his finances and credit is effed up. I don't even want to go past another date. Mm. It could it could save you time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what I said when I said when you first start off dating, like you don't go from zero to hey, I want to marry him, or I want to marry her. It's, it's a red gradual, flag. yeah, just gradual, it's a gradual increase. But you don't just start off with hey, treating this person like a wife or treating this person like a husband. That's just ridiculous. So what do you think? Um, you know what? I want to know like what changes once you become married that that people who are dating don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. But let's discuss it when we come back. 800-585-1051. We got front page news, and then we'll open up the phone lines to talk to you guys. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. WWPRFM HD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Every day I wake up. Wake your ass up. The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Big Sue. K97 Memphis, of course. And let's get back into some front page news. What up, Tiz? What up, DJ Envy? What up, Big Sue? And Charlamagne the God. Peace, Tess. Now let's jump right into it now. Uh, these school districts are shifting to four days a week in some places. Yeah, more schools started this week. Uh, I know Texas started this week, but a lot of schools are changing to a four-day work week. Uh, And let's see what Missouri is doing, Independence, Missouri, what they're doing. We'll talk about it on the other side. When the school bell rings in Independence, Missouri this year, 14,000 students are trying something new, a four-day week with Mondays off. We're adding 35 minutes onto the day, um, so the instructional minutes will be almost exactly the same. Superintendent Dale Hurl and his staff have spent months planning for this calendar change. His district is the largest in the state to move to a four-day schedule. They'll offer fifth-day child care to families for $30 a day. If they weren't using any care, well, certainly that, that could be a potential um, cost that they otherwise would not have. I'm all for that. Give me Monday off. That's how I felt yesterday. I think all schools should do that and all jobs should do that. Yeah, I see, I, I just don't think you could do that without making sure the parents uh, have the proper way to, to manage and watch their kids, right? Because if you give yeah. your kid off on Monday and, you, and your parents got to go to work, who's watching your kids? And Same people that was watching them on the weekend. Cause that don't the kid that don't mean the parents off on weekends. Nah, but a lot of parents have off on Saturday and Sunday. Not, not or one or the really. other. Yeah, or one or the other. But they both. Everybody working on a Monday. Now they got to worry about where their kids are, what they're gonna be doing, what they're gonna be doing throughout the day. I think that's. But a lot. That's why I said last week we can have like um, you know the, the schools if they wanted to the schools could still be open and provide like some extracurricular classes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it's social emotional learning, whether it's you know some type of trade, whether it's well they know, said they'll be open, but you got to pay. Literacy. They said they'll be open, but you got to pay. I think it was like thirty. Five dollars, they yeah. said, and then a lot right. of people, you know, they, they use schooling for food. You know, what I mean, they, they, yeah. the breakfast, lunch, and all and our taxpayer dollars, we, we got to pay extra. <laughs> if, if it yeah. 
That's great. Yeah, because they're what they're, they're trying to. I mean, because somebody obviously have to be there to be paid. And one of the issues uh, with the reason why they're doing this is because they're trying to do something for the national te- teacher shortage. Uh, not necessarily because they think the kids, you know, should have less time in school. Because remember, some countries do year-round school. We're we're kind of the only ones that have such a short school period as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, another story that came out yesterday was Cherry Creek School District in Colorado. Uh, they hired 459 new teachers, but they have uh, actually raised the starting salary at 58710 and the normal typical starting salary rate is 35000 So um, this really comes down to, you know, the teacher shortage and, you know, not being able to pay teachers um, what they should be paid. I'm all for raises for the teachers, but I guess my question is, remember during the pandemic and they kept talking about how students being out of school and how, you know, they weren't testing, they weren't reading at grade level. Right. Mm-hmm. Had they done the research to, you know, decide what's going to happen with this you know, four-day week? Yeah, well, you're you're absolutely right, Big Sue. Uh, that has also been proven that we went down. Matter of fact, we did a story on Front Page News a couple of months ago um, about that, about how the reading scores went down, how COVID made a big difference. I kept my daughter in school during that time as much as possible. Um, so the research has already been there, but they're adding on 35 extra at minutes, you know, in the four day work week. So so I'm not work week, school week. So it's not that like they're taking them out of the, you know, getting the time that they need. They're just shortening it down. Mm. Mm-hmm. I tell you this though it, it would be hard for me and, and salute to all the teachers to want to be a teacher when I read something a couple days ago that said UPS drivers get $170,000 a, a year being a UPS driver I, that would be hard for yeah. me to say, you know what I mean that would be hard for yeah. me well that's why most teachers you know they don't they, they don't necessarily do it for the money they do it because they love it they do it because right. they have right. a love for pouring into these these students you know yeah. my mother was a public school teacher mm-hmm. and she just loves pouring into you know kids Mm-hmm. A lot of teachers don't do it for the money, and that's that's effed up because they should be some of the highest paid people in I the agree. society. Absolutely. Especially I, I, when absolutely. you think about somebody who knows a subject so very well yeah. that their job is to teach it to others. And they got to put up with your little musty-ass kids. That's, the, that's <laughs> what we don't talk about. Like, you know, it's one thing that we talk about the teachers teaching, but no, we drop our kids off with these individuals seven for hours, hours. Six, seven hours a day. A day. Yeah. Like, they got to deal with your little badass, musty-ass kids all day long. All right, don't stop with the musty. Kids ain't that bad. Well... All right, go ahead. I'm just saying. <laughs> Some of the you know what I mean, it's just like your teachers have to deal with a lot. It's no reason for teachers to be as underpaid as they are. Teachers, military veterans, the way we treat them in our country is disgusting. Now, let's talk about this IRS losing uh, millions of important tax records. They never lose mine, but... Hi, IRS. I know they listen this morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Maybe this time you'll get lucky. Let's listen to the report. We'll talk about it. The Treasury inspect could be in for a major problem. They're missing millions of important tax records. The Treasury inspector says the IRS is missing millions of individual and business tax records. They were on microfilm cartridges. The cartridges were supposed to be sent for processing. But that never happened. The company that made the cartridges went out of business. The agency says the data could be used for tax refund fraud. No, that means nothing. Just because they lost their tax tax record doesn't mean you should lose yours. Nope, not at all. All right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay? That don't mean a damn thing. That's it with that story. Imagine losing. They didn't give any additional information. Are they going to find it? What's going to happen? They just said the records are lost, and that's that. Well, guess what? I treat that like God. People be like, I found God. He ain't never been lost. Find the computer. That's right. (laughs) I know exactly where my IRS record's at. Jesus. I know exactly where my tax record's at. So when they come a-knocking, nope, I had them here the whole time. (laughs) All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tesla.
Absolutely. And make sure you subscribe to Tesla and Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, and follow Tesla and Figaro on all social media platforms at Tesla and Figaro. All right. When we come back, let's open up the phone lines. A gentleman called uh, earlier said he wrote a book. Said he was talking marriage rules in dating, right? Marriage rules. Is it rules or roles? He said, don't put marriage rules in dating, right? Marriage rules. Okay. Don't put marriage rules in dating. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. Do you agree? I totally... I don't even know what it totally means, but I, I agree with him. What's that? Like, if you're just dating somebody, you know what I'm saying, you shouldn't mm -hmm. be, be expecting to be treated like a husband or expected to be treated like a wife. There's certain rules that, you know, apply in marriage that don't apply in just dating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll discuss when we come back, Big Sir. I'd love to hear what you have to say. 800-585-1051. Let's discuss. We're talking marriage rules in dating. Do you agree? Do you keep them out? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I know it, man. 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 I know it, Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co-host, Big Sue, K97 Memphis. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking 800-585-1051. A gentleman called this morning during Get It Off Your Chest and was talking about his book, Marriage Rules in Dating. All right. And we were talking about should you use marriage rules in dating? 800-585-1051. Charlamagne said no. Uh, Yeah, I agree with him. I don't think marriage rules should uh, be in, in, implied uh, in dating. Or not implied or imposed. I don't know what that word I'm looking for. But marriage rules should not be involved when you're just dating somebody. When you're just dating somebody, you dating them. You know what I mean? And as y'all grow in the relationship, then you start to say to yourself, oh, this is somebody I may want to be with, you know, as a husband, as a wife. And then that might start to evolve into what looks like more of a marriage. And then hopefully you get engaged and then you actually become married. But if you're just dating a person, you ain't got no reason to be treating that person like a husband. And you ain't got no reason to be treating that person like a wife if y'all just dating. Sue? You know what? I, I got to co-sign that. I think sometimes people get to dating and they're too early in the relationship. And mm -hmm. then they start, you know, dating with a marriage mind is one thing. But starting too early before you really know a person, that's when you run into problems. Mm -hmm. See, I also think there's different stages of dating, right? There's young dating where I think people are young and they're just out having fun. But I think there's also mm -hmm. an age where it's like people are ready to find that right person. And in that situation, I feel like you almost have to have marriage rules because you don't want you don't want nobody to waste your time. That you causes want, a lot of problems. You want to make sure that that mm -hmm. person has the same aspirations, the same inspiration, the same ethics, the same morals, even when it comes to financing and it comes to credit, it comes to because you, you're trying to build a life mm -hmm. with this person. And if their if their values don't fit with yours, you want to know early before you waste your time because you could be in a situation for a year and you mm -hmm. wasting your time with that sure. person. A lot of people lose people like that, though. Because, you know, you be a, a, a man or a woman that's really looking for marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you're really looking like for love. Like, you're chasing it, right. And then you get with a person that might be 40-something, 50-something that don't want that. That person might have already been divorced, or that person may have never wanted to be married. And not, being that you want such a major commitment, they falling back from you like, oh. But don't you want to know that early much. if that person's not on that same vibe as you? If you're ready to yes. rock, lock, and you know, do it now, and they like, nah. Yeah. Don't you want to know early before I waste my time, waste yeah. my birthdays, waste my Valentine's? Yeah, tell me so we don't even go on a date. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> you can't go in placing real heavy expectations on it early in the relationship. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's go That's to the right. phone lines. 800-585-1051. Lake, what up, Lake? What's up, man? What's going on, Evan? Hey, how you feeling, brother? What's up, Charlotte, man? Peace, King. Good morning, Big Sue. Hey, good morning. 
All right, on the topic of uh, dating and uh, marriage rules, in my opinion, I want to say that first, because it's just my opinion. Dating is an interview for marriage. It's an extended interview. Your interest in the position is shown in, in, in your performance. Mm. So if you're going to show up and step butter the interview, you're not interested. I think it's the difference in seeing if somebody is marriage material as opposed to laying down marriage rules. Right. Because mm. like the things that you give a person in marriage, when you are dealing with an individual, you can say to yourself, man, this is somebody that I would do all of that for. So mm -hmm. I think what he's saying is true. I just think that, you know, when you're dating somebody, you're realizing that they are marriage material. That don't mean you should apply the marriage rules yet. Mm. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Dingo. Hey, Dingo. Dingo. What's going Good on, bro? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's been a minute. How y'all feeling? Blessed, black and highly favored. Good, sir. brother. That's what I'm talking about. M.A., how you feeling, my brother? You good? You good? Charlamagne, the God, I love you, my brother. Love you too, Dingo. Big two. What? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing this morning? Hey, I'm good. Representing Memphis. I like that. You sound great. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So, my take on this whole situation. Um, I just recently started dating a nice uh, young lady. We're like a couple weeks in. And, uh, you know, it's real important to make your intentions clear when you're dating. Like, those first couple dates are very vital to express yourself and what you guys want in the relationship because it'll make the dating process that much simpler. Mm. You know, we have that understanding now. We know that we're dating with intention and we're just not putting the pressure on like a time frame. We're just letting things go day by day and we're enjoying each other's company and that's really all you got to do. And then once that blossoms into something else, we go see where it goes. I agree with you Thanks, so Dingo. much, Dingo, because yes, like, like dating, Absolutely. dating is a process, right? right? It's yeah. a process in which two people get to know each other better. Marriage, man, is when two people make a commitment to be together for the rest of their lives. You're not getting that if we just dating. Yeah, but you got to get to that. But you got <laughs> right. to no. make sure that y'all align the same. You know what I mean? Because you could be time, wasting man. a lot of time with people. You know what I mean? Some people, some one side might be in it for fun and another side might be in it for the long distance. But you want to know these things now. You want to know if you're compatible, if everything actually matches. That's why you date. You date to learn all of that. Mm -hmm. Let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? This Q. This is Mr. Don't Put Marriage Rules in Dating Himself. Oh, yeah, you wrote the hey. book. Yeah, we talk about you this morning. Sell your book. Yeah, I wanted to elaborate on it. You know, I could definitely give some commentary context to that. Go ahead, to King. Us. Sell your book, King. You know, it, it's like this. You know, a lot of people get into relationships and, and they, they ask the wrong things. They try to find out the wrong things. You got to know who your mate is. You, you understand? I, I want to know how you was raised. I want to know if you had both parents. I want to know if you carrying some trauma, some PTSD. Right. I, 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 I want to know everything about you. you. You know, people talk about what the obvious, what they like, the superficial stuff. But I want to know what, what, I, what I probably won't like. Like, give me the other stuff. Let me get to know who you are. What's, you, you know, how you was raised. I agree with you. You, you got brothers? I think I agree you with you. You got sisters? Honestly. I agree with you. Yeah. Thank you, Q. Absolutely. 800-585-1051. We're asking, do you guys put uh, marriage rules into dating? That is the question. Should you? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. 
The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women 
the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Big Sue. Of course, K97 Memphis. And we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you guys put marriage rules into dating? I kind of feel like you have to, though. I, I kind of feel like if that's, that's what you want as a goal. You want to get the, I don't want to say the duds, no. but the duds out the way early. Yeah, but what about the process? I was about to say dating is the mm-hmm. process. You're going through the process. You're learning a person. You're getting to know somebody better. Like, I'm not saying you're giving me the ring the first day. I'm just saying. Not even the ring. <laughs> the commitment that comes with the ring. Marriage is a commitment to be together for the rest of your life. Correct. With a person. I'm not going in there giving somebody that energy. I'm just dating. Mm. Sherry. Hello. Hey, good morning, mama. Good morning. What's your thoughts? Honest, can you hear me? Yeah, we okay. hear you clearly. Oh, Lord, she Honest, get married tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like yesterday. in those relationships, I feel like marriage rules kind of make them well their way, depending on how connected you are in the relationship you're in. Um, I think rules kind of bring themselves into the relationship that you're in, especially out of respect. Um, I, I don't, I don't feel like, like you said, you should be treated like a wife or a husband. Because there, there to me there are levels to 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 roles in relationships, but um, certain rules just just find their way in there. And if you respect yourself and know yourself, then and then you can have a conversation with the person that you're with, and you guys can be mutually will mutually agree on certain aspects of your relationship. Mm. Okay, thank you, Mama Reggie. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, just want to touch on the marriage subject or the roles or whatever. Yes, sir. And I feel like, man, it's definitely marriage roles that you know single people shouldn't get. Like, uh, next week is my three year anniversary, and you know, for three years ago, I couldn't see myself giving a woman passcode to my phone, share my location, and definitely always have to respond <laughs> and stuff like that. Man, look. It, it's, it's completely different, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going up three years. You know, I wouldn't change for the world, but it's definitely a difference in roles that should be separate from marriage and dating. And we all know the difference because we've all been in situations where we were dating and we've all been in, well, not all of us, but most of us, we're all married is what I'm Correct. saying. We know the difference between dating and marriage. Right. So, yes, there's certain things that you are doing in a marriage that you wouldn't think of doing with somebody you just dating. Coach David. Yo, yo, what's going on? DJ NB Charlemagne the God. How y'all doing? What's up, brother? David, say what up to Big Sue. Big Sue, how you doing, beloved? Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? All right. Listen, um, you, you asked a very good question earlier, the difference between uh being married and being, you know, just dating. You know, um, as a man, as a man of a certain age and being married to my wife over twenty one years, um, I look at it like this. There's a difference between dating and courting. If you're mm. dating, you know, we, we're, we're, we're just being friends. We're being friendly, being cool. We can know each other. You know, we go out on a few dates. When we're courting, that's a different situation. I'm, I'm probably meeting your parents at some point. 
we're preparing for marriage. So there's a level mm. of commitment that's there. You got to think about it like this. You you want eggs and bacon in the morning, right, for breakfast. Turkey bacon. There's a different level of commitment between a chicken and a pig. A chicken can give an egg and still live. That pig got to give its life for us to eat bacon. So there's a different level of commitment. When you marry... Are you calling your wife a pig? <laughs> Come on, man. I knew Charlamagne. How I knew? How I knew you were going to do that, bro? I'm just saying. I don't know if Come I, I, I want to call too. my I was wife no pork, man. I'm hungry now. I don't want to call know, my right? wife no pork, bro. Come I, on, man. I get what you're saying, though. I respect, right, I respect bacon, what you're saying. Bacon, my guy. Beef bacon. Okay. I get what you're saying, though. I do understand what you're saying. Thanks, coach. All right. You bet the coach is basically saying be pork. Is what I'm hungry now. That's what he's saying, be pork. I'm, but I'm, actually, he made a really good point, the difference between, you know, like courting and, and just dating. Yes. Because mm-hmm. some people are just dating and marriage isn't in the cards. They Correct. enjoy dating. They like the companionship. Marriage isn't a goal for them. And you need to know that. I That's never right. thought about that either. There's levels, right? Because I guess it's dating. And then I didn't realize courting is when you about to take it to that next level, which is probably the engagement, then marriage. I never right. thought about it like that. Yeah, there are definitely levels. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? Do you have the moral. Dating is a process. You know what I'm saying? Marriage is a commitment. You know? Can't give somebody uh, the commitment while you're just going through the process. All right. All right. When we come back, we got your rumor report. Big Sue, what are we talking about in the rumors this time? Oh, uh, yeah. We uh, we got to talk about Michael Orr. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm. I laughed at that yesterday <laughs> so much because I always knew that day was up to no good in that damn house. <laughs> I had a whole other theory, okay, that I still think is true, but we'll discuss all right, we'll get into that next. Is the Breakfast Club? Good morning, hey everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Big Sue, of Man. course from K ninety seven Memphis. And I just want to uh, salute to everybody. I'm doing my last car show in two weeks, uh, August twenty sixth and August twenty seventh. We're doing a two day show. One day is more about the newer cars, exotic cars, and the next day is more about the older cars. And you know it is a family fun day. Kids five and under are free. So if you're looking for something for the kids and family, it's the perfect event. It's in the tri-state area, so we're back home. And we'd love to see you guys. Amusement rides, games, uh, cars, activations. Monster Energy has the uh, bike expo where they come with the bicycles and do the flips and all that other stuff. So it's a lot going on. So if you're looking for something to do, and we're going to be doing backpack giveaways for uh, the kids that are uh, coming through this because I know School starts in the next couple of weeks as well. So I can't wait to see you guys. All right. Now you ready for rumors? Yes. Let's jump right into it. All right. One, two, one, two. Take it from the top. This is the rumor report. Rolling through the city with the radio. Don't blast the big suit. Hey, man. Say, man. So I take a lot of pride in finally being here. On the Breakfast Club. And you're a radio veteran. Wonder Woman on radio. I, I would say that I'm definitely one of the, one of the hardest workers. Tell them what the business is. All right, got to do it for the for the hometown, for the M-Town. Let's talk about it. Michael Orr. Uh, if you're not familiar with the name, Michael Orr was a very solid defense, uh, excuse me, offensive lineman in the NFL, the movie The Blind Side, starring Sandra Bullock, based on his life, detailing how a well-off white family took him in while he was homeless. Mm-hmm. So the movie was criticized by some for its portrayal of a white savior complex, but others found the story to be inspiring. Well, there's some new court documents that reveal that those who were skeptical about the heartwarming story, Charlemagne, Mm-hmm. May have been right. Mm. The 2009 film The Blind Side captured hearts on the big screen, telling the story of future NFL star Michael Orr's adoption by a wealthy Memphis family. But tonight, in a new lawsuit, Orr claims it was all a lie. The Tui family exploited him for their own benefit, and now he wants to sever all legal ties. Orr alleges the Tuis have falsely and publicly represented themselves as the adoptive parents of Michael, but never legally adopted him. 
Instead, Orr says, the couple tricked him in 2004, less than three months after he turned 18, into signing a document that made Sean and Leanne Tui his conservators, giving them full legal control over any of his contracts. It's a lie Orr says he discovered to his chagrin and embarrassment just six months ago. With that power, the petition alleges, the Tuies negotiated the movie deal for The Blind Side in 2006. Orr claims the family made millions in royalties, while Orr says he received no payment whatsoever. Damn. Mm. Man. I remember watching that movie when I was young, man, and just mm -hmm. thinking to myself, I always felt like that couple took that man in and he was smashing the wife. I'm not the only person who thought that, right? I can't. I, I didn't think that. I, I kind of teared up when I watched that movie because I just thought it was a dope story. I just, But now it seems like I guess there was a reason why they did it. I mean, clearly. Mm -hmm. Man, I just hate to hear it. You know, every time you hear about a conservatorship, like, it, it, it never goes well. Mm -hmm. Like, should these things even be in place anymore i'm just trying to figure out how did they how were they able to take him in if they didn't go through the legal process if they didn't go through right. the process of adopting. actually adopting him why was this little black boy just in this white family and nobody thought anything of it and and then how did he just find out recently because that movie came out uh from what six from what yeah, i read six which yeah. is from what i read yesterday he said he was so busy playing football mm -hmm. that he just wasn't and i believe it paying attention man you know? I just want to know how was this white family able just to have this little black boy and they was trafficking, right? Where did he get the boy from? How you just find a little black baby? Huh? Yeah. yeah. That's what he gives you made that song about. Black little baby. And what she did black black little baby? That's what that song was about. White people like that who can just go find black little babies and raise them and nobody says nothing about it. Mm. So so is the problem is they, they didn't give him the royalties and the money that he was supposed to get from his NFL contracts and the movie or is the problem that he just didn't yeah. like them as a family because I thought after the movie I thought he was even in at the end of the movie and he was hugging them and he was telling about how much that's he was that's part of the problem too but the bigger issue is he wasn't even legally adopted at least from what I read yesterday right how can you just raise a little black boy all of those years without any legal adoption papers nobody said anything nobody thought anything where was this man's family like what the hell yeah, where, yeah. Where, where's the follow up but I mean you know who, who looks for the paperwork I mean, you just can't you just can't walk around with a little black baby and say this is my black baby, right? I wouldn't think so. Be a black family and just have a little random white baby walking around <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. Right? And they was going to games and stuff, yes. cheering like nobody said yeah. anything. Nobody said, "Hey, bro, where, where did this come from?" You walk through the airport with a little white baby, they they arresting you immediately. Bro, you can be on the plane with your kids. Yeah, that, that's happened to me before. I'm on the plane with my daughter, and they come ask questions like, you know, is that your daughter? I would hope so, unless you know something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Jesus. <laughs> All right, we got Lil Dirk back in the news, but this time for something good. You know, yesterday I reported, um, you know, uh, shout out to WGCI. Summer Jam ended early because of false reports of an active shooter and fans looting Dirk's merchandise, right? Mm -hmm. So now he's collaborating with his Neighborhood Heroes Foundation to provide Chicago youth with financial literacy classes. I love when That's artists dope. do this. Like, you know, like when 21 Savage did as well. Well, it's being reported that they will also provide additional services like therapy for the youth. Love it. Yep. Dirk's Neighborhood Foundation was started uh, in 2020. And this isn't anything new for, for Dirk. He's been no stranger to philanthropy uh, throughout his career. He reportedly donated $350,000 to Howard University in the form of scholarships and grants. Mm -hmm. And uh, he and his team also offered select students the opportunity to join his Neighborhood Heroes HBCU College and Career Readiness Cohort Program. So, shout out to Dirk. Shout out to Dirk. Shout out to Dirk.
That's all we got? No, we got one more story, and I lost it, man. But it was about um, uh, Chloe and Hallie apparently uh, ordering some room service at the, at the hotel, and they were looking for, oh, like, yeah. a vegan burger and got served a real burger? Yeah, they yep. ordered a plant-based burger, and uh, it turned out... Yeah, yeah, we got audio. It was animal. <laughs> I called to get a Beyond Burger for Sis and I, like usual. You know, specified that it's vegan, no butter on the bun, nothing like that. So we get the burgers, and she's eating the burger. She's like, are you sure this is Beyond? She's like, this is, she said, this is really good. It sure is Beyond. <laughs> I said, yeah. So I take a bite, and the juice dripping from the burger is not like a Beyond burger. I just knew it was not a fake burger. I immediately called downstairs. I said, they're vegan burgers? He said, no, they're brand burgers. I said, brand burgers? I said, Beyond Burgers. So immediately, I'm losing my I'm crying. Hallie's just laughing so hard at me because I'm freaking out. I've been vegan for 10 years. I have not consumed any red meat for 10 years. Wow. What if every time I bite into a great plant-based burger, is that really meat of some sort? Because I've been eating some great... Great plant-based burgers lately, and they have been making me wonder: mm. Are these really vegetables? Are plant-based? Because they do say that if if you are, are vegan for a long time and you do have animal meat, that you get sick, right? Mm. Yeah, like it, it'll make your stomach turn. You can throw up, and you, you'll get very, very sick. So I wonder if that happened to you. Should call your cousins, man. How fast did Holly eat that she ate the whole burger and Chloe only took a bite? <laughs> That's the other thing I keep wondering. Holly ate the whole goddamn burger and all Chloe she did was hungry, take a bite? Right. She did was you hungry. order food at the same time? But did you hear what she said? Man, I ain't never tasted a burger that good. That burger tastes too good. <laughs> and she could be vegan. ate the whole damn thing? She was hungry. Yeah, they can't duplicate that real grilled beef mm -hmm. flavor. Mm -hmm. Holly was trying to finish that burger before the jig was up. She knew what it was. She said, as long as I finish this burger before I find out it was actually meat, I'm good. I'm good. We know what the hell going on, Holly. Oh, my goodness. And that is the rumor report. All right. Charlamagne, who are you giving that Donkey to? Uh, before after the hour, we need Donald Trump and the whole uh, OCL to come to the front of the congregation. we like to have a word with them. The what? The OCL. What the hell is the OCL? Old Caucasian life. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Is that a new game? Mm hmm All right. Well, we'll get into that next when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. LJ Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? They say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. Trump, please step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a donkey. Love Donald Trump. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. He's a jackass. Yes, Taylor made that too, by the way. That's an oldie but goodie. Uh, donkey of the day for Tuesday, August 15th, goes to former celebrity in chief Donald J. Trump. Uh, not just Donald J. Trump, but the 19 defendants all named in the 41-count indictment that Trump received from Fulton County DA Fannie Willis. Yes, the same Fannie Willis who hit young thug and young stoner life with the Rico has now hit old thug and old Caucasian life with the Rico. But let's be clear, this is bigger than YSL, baby. Okay, we talking corruption at the highest of levels because prosecutors in Georgia say Trump Trump and others joined the conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the presidential election. Who are the others? Well, let's run down the members of the OCL. Why don't we? Uh, Trump's lawyer, John Eastman and Rudy Giuliani, as well as former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, 
It's a bunch of names. Let's run through them. I told you Trump, Giuliani, Mark Meadows, John Eastman, Kenneth Cheesebro, uh, Jeffrey Clark, Jenna Ellis, Robert Cheely, Mike Roman, David Schaefer, Sean Still, Stephen Lee, uh, Trevion Cootie, who was a publicist tied to intimidation of election workers, and she is Kanye West, former publicist, uh, Sidney Powell, Scott Hall, Misty Hampton, Ray Smith, and Harrison Floyd who is the leader of Black Voices for Trump. Watch his dumb ass be the only one get put in handcuffs and get a mugshot taken. How does that work, by the way? Is old thug Trump the only one who doesn't have to take a mugshot and get put in handcuffs, or will his whole squad uh, get those privileges? I don't know. But let's listen to what Fannie Mae Willis had to say. A Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment, charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. Mm. First of all, I don't know if that woman's name is Fannie Mae Willis, but I got to call her Fannie Mae because Fannie Mae don't play. Okay, she got to be a Fannie Mae, right? If you have broken the law in any way, shape or form and there is evidence to say you have broken the law, you best to believe. Fannie Mae Willis and her good friend Rico coming to see you. Doesn't matter if you're a rapper or ex-president. If you live in Atlanta, the only Rico you should look forward to seeing is Rico Love. Because you do not want to sit next to the Rico that Fannie Mae knows. Now, if you keep in score, former celebrity in chief Donald Trump, a.k.a. Old Thug, has been charged in four criminal cases over, in a, over a four and a half month span. Okay, He's been averaging one indictment a month over the last four months. <clears throat> All right. In New York, he's facing 34 felony counts in connection with hush money payments to a porn star. In Florida, he faces 40 felony counts for hoarding documents, uh, classified documents and impeding efforts to retrieve them. In D.C., he faces four felony counts for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And in Georgia, he faces 13 felony counts for his election interference in that state. Now, I graduated in night school two years behind schedule, so I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but that's 91 charges, I believe, four indictments. 91 charges, not one mugshot, not one time has he been in handcuffs. Stop saying Trump is or was the first nigga president. Niggas don't get that kind of preferential presidential privilege treatment. Now, every time something happens to Trump, whether it's him being impeached twice or these four indictments, he says in the end, they're not coming after me, they're coming after you, and I'm just standing in their way. Let me hear that, Eddie. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. Mm. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They mm. want you silent. <clears throat> and I am the only one that can save this nation because you know they're not coming after me, they're coming after you, and I just happen to be standing in their way, and I will never be moving. You know, that sounded good during the two impeachments. Okay, that even might have made sense after the first indictment, but after two impeachments, four indictments, 91 charges, no, they're not coming after us. It's you, Donald. Okay, and I have to ask the question, is running for president that important? Is he trying to win at this point just so he can stay out of prison? I don't know. And for everyone who says all these indictments are political, they are only doing this because they don't want him to run. Listen, they couldn't do any of this if he didn't give them a reason to do it. This is why I keep telling y'all, President Barack Obama had to be one of the most law-abiding citizens that ever lived. If that man had committed any criminal activity while in the White House, they would have been all over him because he's black. Well, half a Negro, but he presents his whole. So my point is they can only get you on what you give them. And even though old thug hasn't been convicted of anything, he seems to have given people a, a whole lot. Okay, this situation in Georgia literally is textbook Trump. He's in all of this mess 
because of his arrogance, because of his ego. Listen to him describe the phone call he made to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger when he asked him to overturn the state's 2020 election results. This is what got him in trouble in Georgia. Listen. Not at all, seriously. What, so we had a perfect phone call with the president of Ukraine. Uh, everybody knows it. It's just a Democrat witch hunt. Here we go again. They failed with Russia. They failed with recession. They failed with everything. And now they're bringing this up. The one who's got the problem is Biden. It was a perfect phone call. Do you realize an arrogant person always considers himself perfect? This is the chief harm of arrogance. It interferes with persons with a person's main task in life, and that's becoming a better person. That's all of our jobs every day that we wake up. We're just supposed to wake up and be better people. Donald Trump is incapable of becoming a better person because he's arrogant. Okay, he's just an unhealthy ego in need of repair, but there is no fixing that 77-year-old Caucasian man. Okay, old Caucasian life is exactly what it sounds like. A bunch of old white male dogs that won't learn no new tricks. They are just full of bad pride. What is bad pride, you say? Bad pride happens when we do or say things for the purpose of people praising ourself or for making ourself feel good or putting ourself ahead of someone else's self. Pride wants ourself to be praised, get glory, be worshipped, and be highly talked about, even when we're not in the room. That's why a person like Trump was never fit to be president. We know this. He's too about self. Okay, he says America first, but the reality is it's Trump first, then maybe America second, and that's why he's in the situation that he's in now, because bad pride is the deadly sin of superiority that reeks of conceit and arrogance, and you know what they say about pride. Pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit before a fall. America, Donald Trump is falling. Okay, let's not let our democracy fall with it. MAGA, it's time to find a new leader. Okay, if you're not a cult, prove it. All right. This is not the person with whom you want to place your fate. Republicans have a lot of other options running for president, not named Donald Trump. And it is time for y'all to choose one. Please let Remy Ma give Donald Trump an old Caucasian life. The biggest hee-haw. 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 You stupid mother Are you dumb? Come on, man. The fact he has 91 criminal charges, four indictments, yet he's still able to run for president. I mean, imagine if he was in any other industry. Every industry in America would have told him take a leave of absence until he figures all of this out. Or just cut ties with him all together. But this is America. Mm -hmm. Well, there are more qualifications to work at Walmart than it is to run for president. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, Yarn Mardenborough will be joining us. Now, Yarn, uh, he's the gentleman that this new movie is about. It's called Gran Turismo. You remember Gran Turismo when you was a kid? It's like a, a race car driving game. Yes. Well, I got a chance to see the movie. The movie comes out August 25th. So pretty much what they were trying to do is is make the game uh, part of life. So they had this contest where you would play the game and they got the winner of the game who have had the fastest score and the best score. The Breakfast Club. Thanks. Eddie, whoever had the best I mean, score, shut the hell up and get to it. No, whoever had the best <laughs> score would actually race a real car and become a race car driver. And that brother is Jan Martinborough. We're going to talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. And that dynamic plays out in the movie. It's a bit more exaggerated, really, um, with the father, because he was on board in reality a bit more, a bit quicker. Mm -hmm. But it was like that. It was like there was a... My dad had always wanted me to be a professional footballer. Mm -hmm. I was never talented at football. My brother's immensely talented. Me, I just like cars. I knew I, I knew what I wanted to do in my life. I love cars. I'm the only one in my family that likes cars 
with intent. Why why race car driver? Like you said you like cars, so you why not be a mechanic? Why not drive taxi cabs like or Uber? Like why racing cars? I they didn't have Uber back then. It's no, there was no Uber back then. It was taxi cabs. Mm-hmm. But it's just I watched it on TV um a lot. Okay. You know Formula One? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch Formula One. I didn't understand it because it didn't look like a car to me. But mm-hmm. I'd watch there was a championship for British touring cars. So it looked like a sedan mm-hmm. but race car. And it was always, I want to do that. I want to be in control of that machine. Um, that was cool to me. Um, being around cars, of course, I'm a huge car guy. Mm-hmm. Naturally, I, I love cars, but to be able to race them mm-hmm. and to be, you know, to do that as a career was, that was the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first moment when you, you won the competition and you had to go through training? Um, and everybody thought, you know, the company that I was doing was, I believe, is Nissan. Everybody thought they were fools because it was like they're going to put this person in a car that's never racing. This person's going to die and they're going to get sued and it's going to be bad press. It's not going to be the good press that they wanted. Do you remember that first time where you actually sat in a race car and actually got to go around the track? Break yes. that down. So that was in the that was during the actual finals of the competition, and I was asking myself the same question because I my road car is like three times as this car that I was going to drive was a GTR, so it's three times as powerful as my road car. Mm-hmm. I, I never driven on circuit before. I'm literally walking over to the car with my helmet in my hand thinking okay this is going to be pretty I'm 19 it's going to be pretty weird and after experiencing that uh, those first few laps with an instructor and you know he's giving me okay you need to go better here slower here or improve here when I got out of the car you're just full of this massive amount of adrenaline mm-hmm. it's awesome and I remember thinking I never I want I, I want to ex- I hope I can experience this feeling forever I don't want to go through my life not experience what I've just experienced again. It'd be too painful for me to not experience this ever again. Mm. And that was during the competition. So it was almost like a fuel to me. It was for mm-hmm. a fear. Was like, I can't not have this in my life. Um, and yeah, I remember it was vivid. So it was it was fuel. It was like, I need to have this. I don't want to go home now. I haven't experienced this and never be able to do this again. How many tickets have you accumulated? Only one. But it's very recent. Very recent. And... Mm. I was coming home from London in the night and we have these stupid speed cameras in the UK where suddenly they'll just change from uh, 70 miles an hour to 50 mm. like that even though it's clear and I went through one of these speed cameras where it suddenly changed to 50 and I had a letter through in the post I wrote a very sarcastic email to the police afterwards saying <laughs> many things and I sent it in a pink envelope because I was adamant that I wasn't speeding and then a few weeks later they were like Here's the data. Here's the evidence. Here's the photograph of you speeding through these cameras. Imagine you trying to convince somebody you weren't speeding. Right, right. Man, nobody I, I, in that, in that letter, I'm, it's, I'm not embarrassed, but it's, it was very sarcastic. I put, I've been racing 11 years and I've never had a, because in, we, in, in racing we have the pits, right? And there's a speed limit we have to mm-hmm. enter. Mm-hmm. So we come in at 150 miles an hour and to like 50 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and there's a line we gotta be at that speed. I mentioned in 11 years of racing, I've never had a uh, speeding ticket or a pit lane infringement of speed because I entered this long it didn't work it didn't work, it didn't work. <laughs> they just sent me the evidence and they were like yeah you were speeding mate like so pay your money alright we got more with Jan Martinborough when we come back don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning hi there I'm Bob Pittman chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast Math & Magic Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. 
And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... 
It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jan Martinborough. Charlemagne? Question, is it tough watching a movie based on your life? Yeah, it's because uh, you are revealing things which uh, not only um, the racing wise, their results, it's fine. It's it's out there. Mm-hmm. Anybody can research that. But it's the other stuff, the, the side where uh, the relationships you have with people and family and personnel and how how you how I dealt with situations where they were dark. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm someone who doesn't really live in the I don't live in the past. I don't like posting pictures from last month or years. Even though cool, I don't do it. It's I'd like to be in the present or focus on the future. And I've based my career like that. So as long as I if something bad or great happens, I look at it, evaluate, okay, how did I how could I've done differently? Mm-hmm. What happened and how can I do something different to not hap- make that happen again? Then I move on. The, with the movie, it's like they want to go back, recreate that to the start, and they mm-hmm. have they want to know all the details. And I need to give them all those details because it has to be the biopic. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy. It's not uh, it's not the most enjoyable thing to kind of go back in time to those dark places where uh, you, the lows of your personal and professional life. It's uh, difficult. However, it needs to be in there because um, it shows. I mean, you guys. I guess everybody that has a career um, that have achieved some success, there's moments where you have the the low point, and then you're judged on how you come back from that. Correct. Um, so, which is why it needs those moments need to be in there. And it's gonna it be hard. It, it, uh, it's gonna be hard for you to have those conversations about your personal life. Like when people, once people see the movie, and they when you sit down and do interviews, they're gonna want to talk about things that happened in your personal life. Like one of the biggest things is like the crash in, yeah. in 2015. You, you got into a bad accident I'm sure that's something that you didn't want to relive or what's just a bad accident somebody died yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. so it's uh, you know once I got asked would you want to be a part of this back in 2017 you know it would have been easier just to say no I don't want that in there but you're doing I'm doing everybody else a disservice because if that wasn't in there you're doing the storylines very it's not true it's like linear it's like oh you can find competition be lucky have success and nothing bad will happen to you with your family and you have your friends and everything's fine it's not that's not reality uh, my reality or anybody else's I don't think but yeah it's not easy with the Nürburgring in particular it had to I'm very happy where it's done because you know Sony and I were aligned on that it needs to be correct because of the situation what happened somebody lost their their life in that uh, in that accident so technically it's exactly how it happened and also emotionally in those scenes afterwards it's uh, that's what it was like You've, it's dark. Did they ever blame the way you came up as far as video game because of the accident? Was that ever the, the thing? There was chatter. I'm not someone to really look at comments and stuff. And at that time as well, my phone was taken off me, rightly so, because stuff. I mean, even month, a month afterwards, I think I got my phone back, or weeks. And then even then, it's still in the, in the news flow. And I mean, for me... It was important that uh, for my professional self to immediately get in a car quite quickly after that um, accident because I asked myself the question while I was quite recently after that happened in in the hospital, do I still want to do this? Mm. You have to ask that question. 
And the answer was yes. But you need to be, I needed to be sat in the car very quickly afterwards, really, because um, saying yes in that moment, but then when you get your race suit on, you get your helmet on, you get strapped in the car, especially, it's, um, it's very claustrophobic. You feel very um, mortal in those situations when you sit in a racing car, it's very tight. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make sure there isn't going to be any, uh, I don't know, deep rooted psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, facts after that mm-hmm. there isn't thank god that there isn't and um but yeah it's it's not so easy to to relive do you reach out to the to the person's family because i mean it's triggering for them as well yes are, are it's, you, you know do you even mention the person's name or? no the name is okay. not mentioned okay. um you know i don't want to talk too much into it because it's it's uh it's i don't want to bring them into it I but we have have reached out mm-hmm. and um yeah, I'm just I'm happy how the the movie portrays the the whole incident, mm-hmm. the whole accident, because uh, there was of course I've been involved in many of the scripts and there's been some where it's it's a bit rounded, the the, the not only the highs but the lows, mm-hmm. the low points. But uh, with this, I'm very happy the way it's done because it has to be. That's what it was like. How difficult was it being a, a black driver, especially a, a sport that's dominated usually by white men and teams that's usually owners by white men? How difficult that was for you? Personally, it's not something I think about. I'm the only one of a few black people. So I don't, it's not my thing. I just want to be judged on my, um, my reputation, my reputation judged on my performance as a racing driver. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't care if you're purple or pink or whatever. It's as long mm-hmm. as you're working in my team, trapping me in or... Uh, talking the wheels of my race car as long as you're competent at your job but I'm very much aware that um, you know I'm kind of visual and people it motorsport is very open they, we don't dis- discriminate but uh, of course the demographics show that it's uh, predominantly a more wide sport because it's, it's expensive mm-hmm. it's obscenely expensive but you have to start if you want to get more people interested from different backgrounds in motorsport a, you do it through movies or TV, or you start in schools. Mm-hmm. It's for everybody, for everybody to take an interest. And I wanted people to be more interested in my sport because it's healthy for my sport. Cars are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you go one on your NASCAR, they're just cool. The Formula One, you've seen, the, have you seen the Formula Drive to Survive, the Netflix stuff? I mean, that has been amazing for mm-hmm. the whole, not only Formula One, but the whole in- motorsport industry in general because it raises all levels of motorsport, mm-hmm. raises all tides. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask, you said you're a car guy. What, what cars do you have? What cars are you currently on? I'm stuck in the '90s, so um, just purely for design purposes and the way that they were built, they're modelled off. If you're talking about women, they're modelled off women. Mm-hmm. So I have a um, a BMW E30, E30 M3. Uh, not an M3. I was too poor, uh, not not rich enough to get one of those. It was a 318 IS. Okay. Um, and that was my first car. And then I have an e- BMW E32 750 mm-hmm. V12. And then I have a um, a Ferrari 456 GT okay. in a manual in blue. So that's 1995. Just that era for me is, is stunning for design and technology. It's at the crossover point of not too much technology, but also very mechanical. I mean, I see you have a, what was that, an AP? Yes, sir. So it's like a mechanical watch. It's that, mm-hmm. that type of man and machine that I really mm-hmm. like, that era. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. The movie, yeah. Gran Turismo. Check it out at your local theater. I've seen it. I love the movie. I'm a car guy too. I, I got an E30 M3, which I love. Yes. Eighty thousand miles. I got a. Uh, I got an SF ninety, okay. oh, which I love. Which color? Uh, it's red and black. Yes. I, I got a two ninety six that actually. Oh man! It should be here next week. Uh, yes. it, it just got to port. I, I got Congrats. a couple. I got a four GT. 
So I'm a, I'm a car lover. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm that guy. I got a 2000 Escalade with 300,000 miles on it. I'll bust your ass. Anything you pick, anything. Which color? White. Okay. When he starts it, it smokes the whole block. <laughs> well, definitely check it out, and we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you for Absolutely. coming up here. Gran Turismo, the movie. Check it out August 25th, all your local theaters, so definitely go see it. And Jan Martinborough, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Big Sue. Of course, K97 Memphis is here. And let's get to the rumors. This is the rumor report. Rolling through the city with the radio on blast. The big suit. Hey, mate, say, mate. So I take a lot of pride in finally being here. On the Breakfast Club. And you a radio veteran. Wonder Woman on the radio. I would say that I'm definitely one of the hardest working. Tell them what the business is. Hey, so Nicki Minaj was on TikTok Live recently connecting with the fans, and she shared a story about Kanye. Blazing? Yes, I love Blazing, too. Love Blazing. And I don't know if you guys have heard this story about Blazing, but I wanted Kanye to be on Blazing, and he wanted to be on right through me. Dumbest f***ing decision I ever made, you know, but it is what it is. So apparently this isn't the first time that Nikki and Kanye had creative differences, uh, but it was the first time that it worked in her favor. You know, 2017, she revealed that she had to convince Kanye to release uh, Monster. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't remember Blazing. I got to hear it. I got to go listen to that. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, I want to salute to uh, all the parents out there that's dropping their uh, kids off for school. Yesterday, I had to drop off Logan uh, to college. Uh, when I dropped off my daughter a couple of years ago, uh, I, I ain't gonna lie, I had, I had water in my eyes, I was teary-eyed, I, you know, it's my little baby girl. But my son, he threw up the deuces and, and, and got out of Dodge. I, I opened up his luggage, I found all my sneakers in there, I found all my clothes in there. He's, he, he was like, alright dad, I'll see you later. It was no, not, nothing like my daughter, not the same experience. Is Logan ready for the world? Logan been the man of the house, yeah, shut he's up. probably happy to be from up under you, because you know, he's like, I gotta sit in this house and act like I ain't the man. So now I get to go be on campus oh, and like actually be the man. So respect to Logan. Hold it down out there, Logan. Yo, shut up. You know All right. Sue, we appreciate you for joining <laughs> us. This guy's Logan, an ass. He's an yeah. ass. <laughs> Logan's showing up to school fresh, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's fresh. Fresh <laughs> as hell. Fresh as hell. But we appreciate you for joining us the last couple of days. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. This is a real bucket list moment for me. I had a good time. Oh, Absolutely. thank you. Thank Salute you so everybody much. everybody in Memphis on K97. Give them all your socials and stuff, Big Sue. At Big Sue's house on all the socials. Yeah, and I just want to thank you. When we did the uh, car show out in Memphis, yes. which was crazy. I mean... Y'all show me so much love. So, again, salute to everybody in Memphis, man. We had such an amazing time. Hopefully, we're able to bring that car show back to the city next year. All right, when we come back, we got the positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Reminding you guys, don't forget, my car show is my last car show of the year. August 26th and August 27th is a two-day show. If you're looking for something, some back-to-school event where you can bring the family, it's safe, it's fun. It's going to go down at the Meadowlands Expo Center. We're talking celebrity cars, uh, exotic cars, old-school cars, new-school new cars. Uh, we're talking jumpies, amusement rides, and games for the kids, food, uh, music, and so much more. Kids five and under are free. We're encouraging you guys to bring your parents, your grandparents, your your little nephews, your nieces. And I can't wait to see you guys. All right, now it's uh, time to get up out of here. Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, but I want to tell people before the positive note, man, uh, salute to my good sister, Alicia Renee. Make sure you check out her project, Unleash for Love. 
on Audible right now. It is an audio scripted romantic comedy, uh, executive produced by myself and Kevin Hart. It, st- it stars Alicia Renee and uh, Logan Browning and Pretty V and Jess Hilarious and Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy pay- play Alicia's parents. So check that out uh, on Audible. Make sure you leave a rating. Make sure you review it as well. Uh, you know, just, I don't know. What, yeah, the review, lead a star thing. I mean, give it five stars if you feel like it deserves Reviews, five yep. stars. You know what I mean? But uh, definitely leave a review because uh, I like to read y'all reviews on the project. All right. Now, the positive note is simply this. If it's meant to be, it will be. You won't have to force, convince or worry over it. Let it flow. Let it be and let it come to you. You're attracting everything you need. Trust the timing of your life. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.